Okay, go easy on the rim job jokes. <laughs> Mind Gap Podcast. Guys, welcome to Minecap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have a very special guest with us today. You may know him from... Strata. Strata. <laughs> you may know him from the streets of Chicago. Please. If you lived in Rhode Island for any stretch, you might know him from there. Oh, yeah. Where he was a cop and probably arrested you. Maybe. Please welcome to the podcast, Haig. Nahigian. Thanks for tag teaming on that. That was great. Hey, welcome. I'll tag Thank team. You. He, I'll tag team Hag any day of the week. <laughs> and I got up. his first name wrong though. Too. I just said Heeg. So oh. you did? I did. Yeah. Wow, I totally missed that. I'm gonna, have to, I'm gonna have to catch that on the replay. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So you were a cop? Oh yes, uh, and a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I love it. Yes, it. Uh, yep, 1980 to 1982, 83 in Rhode so. Island. Yes, a little little town in Rhode Island, which I'm not going to mention the name because I believe they can still sue me. Sure, so, <laughs> fair enough. I'm, I'm, I'm actually not sure if all the Statue of Limitations have run out. Sure, so of all the gotta, things. Yes, exactly. Let's just say you were a cop in Tahiti. You know, we'll just there say we go. That. Tahiti in Tahiti. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Ironically, the climate was eerily similar. <laughs> so, what was that like being a cop? Oh, well, uh, in the '80s, in no the, less. you know, well, it's well early '80s and. Uh, and I was telling Justin this uh, the other day. It's uh, it was really interesting because I grew up at a time where eighteen was the drinking age, oh. and then it changed. Mm-hmm. And it changed. Uh, I told the story uh, before where a friend of mine I worked with he was legal to drink on Monday, and Tuesday he was no longer legal to drink. <laughs> well, that also presented a lot of problems at the bars when mm-hmm. you're trying to check IDs and so forth because they, they used to have they had an ordinance where in, in uh, our town we had two nightclubs and you actually. Uh, had to have a police officer in the nightclub. Oh. So we'd be checking the IDs and so forth. So one day, the, the, the date of birth was this, and then, you know, I, I went to public school, so to add three years onto that to go to, to 21, <laughs> you're going, um, okay, uh, yeah, you're legal. Come on in. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, why not? So, yeah. That's awesome. So it's funny, yeah, because when I first started, well, actually, no, it wasn't. I, I apologize, though. See, that just goes to bed. You talk about the mind gap. <laughs> it was the mind gap right there. It he wasn't 80 to, it was actually 78 to 80. 78 to 80, 81. Okay. okay. So the reason I say that is because if you had your birthday in 1960, and I still remember it, it's like, hey, okay, you're legal. You're legal. You're legal. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, now it's what? Oh, it's 50. Oh, oh you had that. Shit, I can't remember what day, it's supposed to you be. You had that, that year in your head. Right, right yeah. Like, so then all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh. You just go on autopilot. They're not, legal. They're not legal anymore. Well, I was here yesterday. Yeah, no shit. You pay attention to the news. Like, Sorry, buddy. You got to wait. Sorry. Three, you gotta wait three I know it's not years. fair. <laughs> that sucks, too, because then you got to wait three more years to come back. Legally. Legally. But let's face it. Uh, uh, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, was, it's a small town in Tahiti. There I mean, come was, on. Uh, there was a grace period, you know. If we know anything about the Tahitians, there's, they're all about grace. <laughs> it's all about the grace well, period. That, that was a funny thing, because this kid, uh, I can't remember his last name. First name was Kevin, so it's it's, it's, it's common enough. No. No, no. My friend that turned... Uh, he went out and bought like 15 cases of beer on but the Monday. night before yeah the night before stock <laughs> up i'm stocking up <laughs> well that's that poses an interesting question too as a parent because like if you wow i didn't consider that part. If, like if you're you know you go to family outings and whatever and you're you're you know let's say you got a son and he's you know pulling off drinking, the keg right? just you know right next to you or you know having a glass of wine with dinner with your guys or whatever it may be or he's he's been bringing booze into the house like no it, it's fine and then all of a sudden he's cut off. Like in the house, do you go, look, you can't do this anymore because it's – or in the house, do you go, it's fine because you literally were doing it last week? I like, would probably be on the thing of like, look, we've we've been doing this and it's fine in the house, but legally you can't do this anymore. So like when you're at home with us, I don't care. You can – as long as you don't go out because yeah. then it's public intoxication exactly. of a minor. And if you have friends over – do you oh. let the friends oh, drink? Oh shit! Because that's a problem too. You're well, now you like, like it's a whole level of crap. Well, I know it, it, it's crazy now because you guys are thinking of today's environment where mm-hmm. probably you know you get sued for anything. Sure. Yeah. And it really wasn't. You know, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but it really wasn't so much the case then. Mm-hmm. And I remember what we used to do with drunk drivers. We wouldn't we wouldn't arrest them. We'd take their keys, let them sleep it off by the side of the road, come off, come back at the end of our shift, and give them the keys back. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, see, that's it's, awesome. You know, it's it's, yeah, it's awesome though. But but if he had an I'm extra, moving it to Tahiti. If he had an extra <laughs> set of keys, if he had an extra that's, set of keys, and he's not there, I guess that's. Yeah. I thought you were going to come like, back yeah, and man. be like, "Where'd he go?" Well, the funny thing was, you threaten him with. Uh, I'm sorry, that's sorry, fine. Doug, but we threaten him. We take his license. They go, "You leave. We got your license." Well, that doesn't do you any good if the guy leaves and he kills somebody. Oh, I got the license. I'm yeah, just gonna, yeah, right. Why never you, saw him before. Right. Don't why know do where have, he Why do you have his license? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. He left. He dropped him. He, yeah, dropped Sounded it, good at the time. Dropped yeah. it on the way out of the bar. I, I thought you were going to be like, nah, you see, back in the day, they, they didn't sue any people because we just take his keys and then we take him out back and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> and then he wouldn't drive drunk again. <laughs> Honestly, we just didn't want the paperwork to be to be, oh, to, I'm to sure. be brutally honest. I, yeah. Think about it. You have two nightclubs. They get out at 1 o'clock. Everybody leaving that club is drunk driving yeah, yeah. everybody yeah. especially at so, that time where people there really wasn't an awareness of hey guys don't drink and drive everyone was just hammered and drinking and driving right yeah yeah and and uh, amongst other things yes i'm sure yeah living yes. life <laughs> the, to part, the, fullest. the party scene in tahiti was incredible in the late yeah. 70s we didn't know any better <laughs> i had nothing to compare it to that's, <laughs> that's a very it's good like, point. this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty cool so what brought you to chicago Oh wow! Well, it's not just Chicago. It was actually it was the uh, Magical Mystery Tour was Rhode Island, New Jersey, San Francisco, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Chicago. Wow, that's and, quite the tour. Yeah, well, and and in every at every stop you would find a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Finally, when I when I finally said I'm going to stop moving for women, then I finally found the right one. <laughs> it's amazing how that works. It's isn't amazing it? how that works. Yeah. Good for so, you. That's awesome. Yep. How and long have you been in Chicago? Uh, seventeen ninety nine. So seventeen okay. years, almost seventeen years now. Again, public school. It's since ninety nine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't make me do math fast. Since the okay. beginning of South Park. Hey, look, you're looking. At I got to get the abacus out. <laughs> a whole bunch of people who just you know we deal with math, but we don't love it. You know, it's part of well, our lives. Well, you do. I like it for the sake of logic, and it's solving a puzzle, but I don't necessarily understand it. <laughs> I, don't. I don't know. I'd contest that, but okay. I use algebra. Big whoop. Big whoop. I solve for x, baby. That's. Just solve for X. If Doug had a T-shirt that had a slogan on it, it would say yeah, solve for X. X. Yeah. Because I always ask myself, when am I going to use algebra? I use it all the time. <laughs> all the time. Wow, my hair is already hurting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, I wanted to do a follow-up uh, to uh, the one um, podcast that we released. Was it two weeks ago? At the, when this airs, it will have been two weeks ago, I believe, right? What, what are we referencing? Uh, the uh, the Ghostbusters trailer. Yes. You saw the new one that came out. Yes. And uh, thoughts on that real quick, because I, I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Are you any less? Because on our last podcast, you were uh, a little. We were both a little concerned about it. Yes, uh, I'm still no interest to go see it in theaters. Um, I think it's very spoilery what okay. they have in the in the in the uh, in the trailer. Um, it's definitely better than the first one because it doesn't do the whole thirty years ago. Right. It kind of sets it up as like this is an obvious reboot without ties to the original. Um, but you, you have a lot. Of, you have similar scenes. You have some new scenes, but. The I feel like the ghosts still just don't look good. Yeah, they're just very. I don't know. As you haunted mansion, they're yeah, they're haunted mansion. They're over. They're overproduced. They don't look that good. Um, But I mean, I'm hoping that it's good. But I just don't have. Now, conversely, you think it actually might be good. You were saying I I think it might be good. I'm hope. I'm 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 with Doug. I hope it is good. Okay. Unlike Doug, I will see it in the theaters because Good I pretty much see everything in the theaters. Yeah, Hague, there's rare Whether, a movie that comes out that Hegg does not go to. Whether I pay for it or not. <laughs> um, well, that's a whole did other. I, did I say that loud enough that it can actually be recorded? A whole um, other conversation Doug can get off on. Yeah, right. <laughs> or go <laughs> off on. Excuse me. Both. But um, yeah, I'm 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 really hoping that it will be funny, and I like I said, I will go see it. But uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm fed up with previews anyway because most of the time they just ruin the movie for me yeah they, they show way too much there's an art to a good trailer and i feel like force awakens had a good one I force awakens like, had like we talked about that had a near yep. perfect one i think yeah and I mad think so max too. fury road is also one that i feel like was really really good yeah showed you a lot got you excited for it but i really didn't know exactly what was happening and i didn't give fury road the credit that it was due like i want to actually see it again because i i didn't i don't feel like i i went to it well I went, when I went to it, my friend who – because we kind of had a guy's like, hey, let's go out and see Fury Road. Cool. The friend that I went with, he got like smashed drunk. Just mm. sh- sh- wasted, if you will. Sh- wasted. Shitty wasted, yeah. <laughs> so – and 
ne- he just wouldn't shut up the whole movie. Oh. And I love the I love him to death. And if he's listening, I'm not gonna call him out by name, but he'll know when if he listens to this, he'll know who he he's is. He's from Tahiti. He's from Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> No, he, uh, he just – so I, I feel like I need to see it again because I didn't sure. give it – I don't feel like I didn't give it the credit that it was due because everyone was like, this movie was impeccably amazing. And I was like, I thought it was good, but maybe I was, I was distracted by like looking to people next to me going, I'm sorry. It's really drunk. <laughs> That's how Civil War was for me. I yeah. had a 10-year-old kid who was just thought he was Hammer drunk, room, just wasted. Fucking wasted. <laughs> No, we had we were sitting in the theater that had like the the seats that will recline, but yep. there's a motor in them, so he'd yep. be going. <laughs> He's more interested in the th- the seat than. <laughs> I'm like, when can I yell at someone else's child? Because this is ridiculous. And then my favorite part. I, sorry, Justin, you're gonna hear me tell the story again, but you know the the movie opens up on a woman, and he turns to his mom. He goes, "Mom, mom, it's Black Widow." It's Black Widow. It wasn't Black Widow. It was Scarlet Witch. It's <laughs> fucking wrong for starters and second. Shut spoilers, up. spoilers, by the way. In case shut you up. haven't seen it yet, it opens with Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Her and talking. I'm about to give you the end of the movie, so hey. <laughs> Actually, I didn't even have to do that. The previews did that. Yeah, so. pretty much. And then, and then we see uh, a close-up on an African extra, and he turns to his mom. Mom! Mom, that's Rhodes! That's Rhodey! I'm like, no, it's not. That's an extra, and you're racist. <laughs> Stop it. That's Look, not even ten year old. Because you see a black guy doesn't mean that's Rhodey. Like, <laughs> no, stop it. And I was just he fortunately stopped it the whole movie. He was just forty percent of the movie I was just like, Please stop. Please stop this kid from Took doing, Doug right out of the experience. I was very close to just going, I don't know what to do as a stranger to you, but please quit. But I have you, some ideas. But I have some ideas. I'm gonna accidentally spill the soda in about two minutes. If yeah. it didn't cost me six bucks, I probably would have. <laughs> And his mom was trying, you know, she was like, you know, yeah. sh- you know, quit and he would stop. But at the same time, I'm just like, how come? Because there was a moment when they were sitting down where she was like deciding if she was going to sit next to me or the kid. And she made the kid sit next to me, which is probably just a selfish thing. Like, I don't want to sit next to the stranger. My kid will. But then the kid was just. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, if you were sitting here, I probably wouldn't be hearing most of this. And you could deal with that in between you and whoever else is with you. But instead, you put that burden on me. Right. How dare you? <laughs> You're a horrible mother. <laughs> Whoever you are. Whoever you are. Um, yeah. So, okay. I just wanted to see. Get, get your thoughts on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can move on. All right. That's it. So, That's hey, it. Uh, Justin tells me you're really big into music. Love music. Yep. And, uh, I, you know, I was born with music. No, I wasn't born with music. But I was born with music in my blood. It's interesting because all my, you know, the things that I like when I was growing up, I still like. But what I really love is the fact that how much more accessible music is now than when I was growing up. Do you yeah, mean like, um, uh, like technology-wise? Technology-wise, the fact that you can take it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, before, it's it's like you either had to be in your car because you have a cassette player. Sure. Or you hey, stay I was, home. I was alive for that. So I had the track too. Uh, <laughs> my grandparents had one of those. My I mom, used to play with them My mom the had a record player, and when I was a kid, I used to turn the knobs all the time just to mess shit up. My mom took a picture of me. I'm like, my mom's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> touching the knobs. <laughs> Ooh, that sounded creepier than what I. That, I was gonna say that sounded really. And when, creepy, and when but I did, okay. when I did the physicality of yep. me looking like I'm mm-hmm. grabbing. Yeah. But thank God this is a podcast. <laughs> yep, there was a visual component there that nobody needs to see. Right, yep. but the one the the thing that I when Doug and I have talked about uh, just going through old technologies and stuff uh, when things started going portable, right, and we had the um, the non skip CD players, the port- <laughs> non skip portable CD players. Used oh, to be let's my see if fa- we can hit that right. Let's times. just flick the top a few times and see if we can't get that fucker to skip. Oh no, you can take this running with you. Really? Okay. Yeah, that uh, was the best. No, no not at all. It's so funny because I, I remember they, they did position him how run. amazing like CD like that was my oh. life with CDs and yeah. CD players yeah. and. <laughs> When all of a sudden the digital stuff started coming out, if I see someone with a CD player, I'm like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> Seriously, you, you fucking hipster! I'm like, I'm going CD player away. I'm like, that looks really inconvenient because even when I was younger, I had the the giant book of CDs that yep, I would yep. take with me on your sporting cards, events, yep. and like everything, I'd had this giant book and I'd have it arranged a certain way, so it was cool to have. But god damn it, that was I had to chunk, you know, know that. But the CDs would get scratched and stuff from being in this case. And it's oh, keeping track of it. And then when I realized, it's like, you can have all of this and more <laughs> in one device. I'm like, it's fucking amazing. It was, it was incredible. And, uh, yeah, when, it, when everything went digital, I'm going, holy crap, I've got, like, 400 albums. Yeah. 
I got to I got to get everything on here. How like, do I do that? Right. <laughs> that's a, that's a thing work too. To you, that's like a one-time thing where you're like, "All right, I'm transferring all this over and then I'm getting rid of before, the hard copy." Before Beth and I moved here to our current apartment, uh that's what I did. I yeah. had I had a still like a stack of CDs and I had a um if you're for, if you worked at the container store, I had a CB130 and you'll oh know exactly God. what I'm talking about. Uh but it was a plastic bin full of more CDs. And so I went through as we were moving I would pop a C- I turned my volume up all the way so I could hear the ding when it was done. Oh. Pop a CD in, rip it, and I would set it to rip. I'd start packing. It would be done. Eject it. Throw it away. Next one. And I, I transferred every CD I had into digital now, and I got it back. I, I was like, I'm back in the sun. As soon as it was done, I made a backup copy of it, and I taught, chucked all my CDs, and it felt amazing. Yeah. I did not realize how many CDs I had. But see, my problem was I didn't have them all on CD. Would you, oh, so you had I some had, on, on vinyl, vinyl, on eight, yeah, yeah, so then it was like, okay, yeah. can I rationalize to say, well, I already paid for this once. Do I need to pay for it again? Can I just find somebody to give it to me? Or So just stealing it, hang? Pirating well, it? Well, I don't know. Is it really pirating? Doug, what do you think? <laughs> if he paid for it once and it's on vinyl, does he have to pay for it again to get it on digital? Technically speaking, yes. Oh, technically, yes. But morally, morally, Doug, am I wrong? Morally, I mean, you did Doug, Doug has very deep thoughts on on piracy and, and I do. And like, I have nature. a very strict code with it, which Justin and I continue an, to argue about, which is always code. fun. Is it though? I, it is because you were telling me today that I'm a pirate. Yeah. For I found a website that I can read some comics on. Like I wanted, to, I wanted to read the comic uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. Okay. And so I was, I've been reading it at lunch over the last few days. And it's a website that just has all the issues published on there. And Doug's like, oh, so you're pirating them. I said, no, no. I said, because he, he goes, he had just got done telling me how he and a buddy had exchanged, like he lent his buddy some comic books uh, so he could read them. And, and his buddy lent him some Doctor Strange comic books so we could kind of get into that character. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is no different than me reading them on this website because I'm not keeping them. They're not in my possession. The website is lending them to me. The website is the pirate. <laughs> And so, for me, that's that's impeccable logic. Justin, like, I to have that. I'm barrier. actually kind of on your side Thank on that you. one. <laughs> I if you don't actually take physical possession of it, all I'm doing is borrowing it. As soon as I'm tell done me, with I'm it. a pirate. Okay, I get it. I know that. And, right, you know, honestly, but. I get pirates. I understand why people do it, and especially we've had a, a, a discussion about this before. Especially in a place where if there's a demand for something and you can't get it, like say for example, they don't make they don't make the the it available to people who are right. like movies. You know, they usually open here in the U.S. and then they take months or whatever to get to other other locations. Of course, those places are going to. I mean, imagine you know, uh, Civil War opened up a, a week in advance over in the U.K. Right. But imagine if we had to wait like three months to see Civil War. We'd be fucking losing our minds. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why people buy pirated stuff because, like, I want to see it now. Right. So if you're in this place where, like, you desperately want something but they don't provide it and people pirate it, I'm like, I get it. I understand it. But for the people who are like, you know, I, I interned at a record label in college in grad school and this kid who was interning at the record label was like, yeah, I pirate music. And I was like, what? <laughs> you work why are you here? here? He's like... Well, you know, I just don't have enough money right now, you know, with like rent and stuff. And once I start getting a real paying job, I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll buy it. I'm like, if you don't have enough money to go into McDonald's and buy a Big Mac, you don't get a Big Mac. <laughs> End of story. So well, you, you get somebody just, to buy the Big Mac for you, and then you take it. There you go. See? <laughs> Which now, is the piracy. You borrow it. And now the thing, too, that gets into it is that it because it's digital and because it's not physical, it gets into this weird gray area because... I am like with the with the website that you're going to thousands or infinite number of people could all look at that stuff at the exact same time and there's technically not like a possession changing hands whereas I feel like it's different where I give my possession to someone to borrow I don't have access to it and then they give it back Yeah but <clears throat> theoretically he could open it up in the lunchroom and everyone at the company could come stand behind him or you know, over get on some chairs, and they could all read it together. You guys could. That do the is same a thing. weak devil's advocate argument. This could happen, <laughs> <laughs> but because because I think of the scope of it, yeah, and I think that's probably the thing too. Because someone looks at like, 
oh, I'm going to invite you over and I'm going to show you, you know, uh, Predestination, that mm-hmm. movie. You're like, well, okay, I'm watching it at Doug's house. I don't You're gonna own it. you going to somebody to that? Really? Predestination? You haven't seen that movie? I did. <laughs> you didn't like it? It's not that I didn't like it. It took me forever to figure it out. I'm yes. Like, it just played with my head yes. so badly. I, I, talked, him, wait a I minute. talked with him. He's his own this. mother. Oh, stop, 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 stop. No, 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 Spoiler alert. Because I want him to watch it and then we're immediately going to do a podcast about as he tries to figure it out. I just heard the ending. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You really didn't. No, you didn't. No. You Trust me, you... it gets even more fucked up than okay, that. Cool. You have no idea what this movie has in <laughs> right. store for you. I talked to Haig about that at, at work. I had, he had mentioned Predestination. I'm like, have you seen Primer? Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking Primer. That'll melt your brain. But if I invited you over to watch that in my apartment, yeah. and then, because technically you could say that is some sort of piracy, I would argue. I, I'm sure. Piracy we, by proxy. Piracy by proxy. Or it's like we're sharing the same experience, but I'm also not like broadcasting that to the entire city. Sure. So I feel like the scope of it, like the companies aren't going to be like, oh, well, Doug's having a viewing party at his place, but he's not showing it to tons of other other people. And you're not charging to show I'm it. I'm not charging to show which it. Which is really where it comes down. Exactly. Some of it so, comes down but to. this website's not charging either. Exactly. And it probably should. So you should charge when people come over. By again, that logic. Again, the scope of that is yeah, so small. Yeah, but see, you can't, you can't argue. Uh, scale is such a fucking thing to hide behind. You can't I, argue I, scale. I'm saying that's that's where a lot of this like stuff where, falls. Okay, so then what's the magic number where it cuts off? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna use scale as your argument, what's the magic number? Well, I could I could say that two, I two, three, four, five, a hundred. Like, where we, does it? We could also argue that with the internet, with and especially with this website, the hundreds of people I would assume at least ten people have seen that site. I'm sure. I will. I will. Yes, I will say at least <laughs> I'm at aiming, least ten I'm, around I'm, the world have. I'm aiming low. <laughs> have probably happened upon the site <laughs> at some point because it's all it didn't it was on page one of google i'll put it out there yeah so the idea I didn't that have to dig deep <laughs> the idea that if anyone who wanted to could find that and access that without marvel's approval because that's the thing too is marvel owns the rights to that right but it's not again i'm not the one pirating it. <laughs> the website is so if the website gets shut down that's great then my source is gone that's Look, fine i'm not prostituting myself the prostitutes doing that so i'm not really at fault I, that, that made no sense. Let me try a different one. <laughs> I'm not dealing the drugs. I'm just buying the drugs. Okay. So I'm not at fault. I didn't make the drugs. I'm just buying them. I'm consuming them. So that's okay. I don't know. If, I don't. I, I'm having a hard time following how that. I don't know. You didn't tell me I was going to have to think this far. <laughs> you really, you know. I told him. I, I, said, I feel like I've been roped into something where I'm just going. Going. Can I just get a check here? Anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> this was not meant to be a. Uh, yeah, a, it was. A, a, no, no. It's, about. it's fine because I was going to bring up. Then I was going to go to the other thing. Is it okay to pay for one movie and nope. see? Wait, wait. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> and see two, providing. You're buying all their other piece of shit crap that is marked up 700%. So I'm paying $6 for a 25-cent soda. So, yes, I'm not paying the other seven ninety nine for the movie. <laughs> However, I'm getting totally raped on the other end with popcorn and a soda. <laughs> now, again, morally, morally, I agree with you on that. Technically, yes, you are wrong for not paying for a second movie. But also, by buying concessions, you are also giving more money to the theater than actually paying for the movie itself. Because most of the cost of the movie goes to the... I was going to say, the theater sees almost nil on the ticket sales. Exactly. Yeah. That's why they mark up all of their stuff. Oh, is that what it... Okay. Yeah. Because the uh, movie companies lease them these movies at exorbitant rates. So yeah. in order for them to... They have to jack up ticket prices, but then they also have to jack up all their other stuff to make, make ends meet. So... Boo-hoo. Life is good. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-hoo. Don't open up a movie Boo theater. Boo freaking who. <laughs> You think that's going to stop me? Yeah, stop you think me? I shut it here for you? No way. I'm going to go see these movies. Besides, they're garbage anyway. Right? <laughs> there we go. Look, yeah. I'm not going to pay to see the fucking Huntsman. All right. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to pay. I'm to not go paying for it. That, oh, no, no. I'm not going to pay for it. But I'll go see No. I'll go gonna, see it. I'm actually not even going to see that one. It, so. yeah. <laughs> I do have some taste. Just, just a little. Just a teeny. Just a, just a little. Look, I have morals. All right. So, uh, Justin told me about every year you do some something kind of cool with your music collection. You make an effort to listen to everything that you own. I do. I, I listen to the songs at least once. I build a. This year, I built my um, my uh, my playlist by um, era. So, mm. you know, basically, I've been listening. So, I've have some stuff from say the the '30s, some old blues stuff. So, in this case, chronologically '30s, and right now I'm in 1982, I believe, or wow. 1983. That's awesome. So, so you really actually have to maintain a pretty solid like 
database in your like your iTunes is like filled because like yeah. for me like I've got a bunch of tracks like don't have dates they might not have an artist they might like your I was iTunes so is- anally retentive when I actually imported all this yeah. stuff and it's like I would go through I would make sure there's dates on there make sure there's a genre on there right, right. that the genre is it whether you agree with what the genre is at least making sure every song on that album or CD was the same was genre the same. Right. Exactly. unless it's a compilation album See, but then as I started, uh, that's funny. I have very few, except for like some of the old blues stuff, like sure. uh, you know Bo Diddley and Muddy Waters and so forth. Um, I bought their compilations because it was the best way to get like you know two hundred tracks or one hundred and fifty right. tracks, um, rather than trying to go find all these right other, you know, individual yeah right the songs um, you know you want and this and the best ofs. But crazily enough, I went through every freaking one of those tracks, and I actually got the year they were le- were released. Ah, so ah. even though the CD came out in two thousand, yeah, yeah, all right. I went back and I relabeled each song I like with that. the year it came out. So did you also, I mean, I'm assuming if you were that anal retentive about it, did you also do the uh, album artwork as well? Oh, yeah. All the album artwork is oh, there. Wow. Absolutely. That's awesome. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I, I'll give you credit. That is impressive. Now, now, in fairness, iTunes does make the artwork a little easier. Um, you would start there and like, you know, you could actually put stuff into your library and have it download the you know, oh, ask yeah. request the artwork. Now, sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't. Well, for me, sometimes, yeah, I, there's a bunch that I actually had to go search. Uh, yeah, there's right. there's a couple of pretty obscure ones that I was like, I don't know what I'm going to put for this. Oh, you know, what I, you know what I do with my – same thing. And then I would go on Amazon, and I would look up the CD okay. or the album. Screenshot it? Not screenshot it, but you would actually – sometimes you could, like, click on the album cover, and it would actually get – you know, you could actually save that as a JPEG. Okay. And then I would add that. To the library. There you go. All right. That's awesome. That's yeah. a heavily curated and amazing iTunes. Let library. me ask you this then. Yes. 14,462 songs. 14, oh, I'm sorry. 14,462. And that's actually with some genres removed. Like, I don't listen to my comedy albums every year. Jeez, oh, man. well, you know, I, and, I, I, that and, makes sense. You you know, know, they're not yeah. necessarily yeah. You know, and musical. There's and there's a few things. And then sometimes I've been looking at some stuff and I go, do I really ever want to? fucking listen to this again i go <laughs> no i keep it in the library because I, I own it i'm not letting go of it right this but, is mine that's right but it's not in the playlist rotation right sure but so with pulling the image from amazon mm-hmm. is that pirating doug i don't think so oh see how why not doug because i paid for the cd exactly duh right yeah read a fucking book he Justin. paid for this <laughs> he paid for the cd not the digital file that contained the album artwork so if you paid for the cd it came with the artwork right yeah but now he wants it in a different medium so yeah. by your standards, if he wants it in a different medium, he should have to buy it again. Mom and Dad, please don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> I just love trying to call Doug out of this shit. I, I do. know. This is just... Cause, cause, no, cause I'm, a, I'm the worst born here at this. Is, that's why... You notice I'm not jumping into this oh, argument? Know, yeah, Did know. you notice? Because I know I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. Yeah, but I'll fight it. <laughs> that's the thing. Again, when you throw digital into this, I love going through these examples yeah. because I'm like, it's like, what is a sport? Like, right. You start going down. Doug knows what he believes, but sometimes he contradicts like, other things he believes. Because to me, that's not wrong. Because I'm like, and I, it's like, why isn't it wrong? I'm like, I don't know. Because it's fucking artwork. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Although someone put man hours into that. Like. <laughs> no one's buying a CD for the fucking artwork. They're buying it for the fucking songs. Uh, not true. I bought Spice World for the artwork. <laughs> artwork. <laughs> Is that what that was? Oh, okay. Yeah, I look at artwork. That was all about the time. as much TNA as you were getting at that age, right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, there you go. It, yeah, I look at artwork okay. often on my time, all the time. <laughs> I'm an I'm an art art. art. It's art. I'm right. I'm very much into modern right. art. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no. I, I had uh, I had brought that up to Doug because I thought when I heard you and and uh, and Rob, who's been on the podcast, I, I heard you guys talk about that, and that struck me as I've never heard anyone do because I've got a ton of songs that when they come on my iTunes, I just skip right past them. And then I heard you say that, and I'm just like, you know, I never even thought, like, there's a bunch of stuff on here that I, for some reason, went out of my way to get at some point in time, and I just don't listen to it anymore. And I'm wondering if I force myself to, would I actually, would I sit there and go, oh, you know what? I was wrong for skipping this. Like, this is actually a good song. Well, it's interesting because by doing that, see, that's the funny, I don't do it because of that. I do it because... There are so many good things out there that I've forgotten about, mm. and that to hear it again right, is right. like, oh yeah, I remember this was such a great. And so, and I've actually been creating a playlist which I'll probably never play, mm-hmm. but when I hear a song like that, I'll go, okay, boom, I, I do the five star thing on it, and I've built a whole playlist on songs that have five star ratings. Is it just like memories that bring back like a certain point in time for just, you? Or? No, I don't even think it, it could be. Yeah, but sometimes I listen to the song and go. Wow, I never really paid attention to that song. That is just like a great song. Great fucking song. I'll give you an example. I was just, uh, I just, uh, Elvis Costello came on, and he's one of the ones I still have a, um, 
um, a greatest hits collection album. All right. And there's a song that he does. It's 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 a it's a, such a depressing song, but it just haunts me. That the first time I heard it, I went, "What the hell?" I, I went back and I I hit it again. I go, "This is such a good." And I boom five stars. Yeah. Put it out there, and I, and I just wait for it to always come around. Uh, the song is called uh, "Good Year for the Roses." Okay. And it's just one of those songs that gets inside my head, and it just stays. It'll stay there for days after yeah. I hear it. That's awesome. That's and I assume there's other because there's albums that I have where I'll listen to like one or two tracks off the album, and I haven't really listened to anything else off. Like I couldn't tell you like if you played a song, it'd be like oh, it's off that album with the other song, and I'm like, eh. now so see, I'm, I wonder is that is that a product of the technology and your generation where you had CDs, so you could go, I'm going to track six, boom. Honestly, I think uh, it might be. I, I think it might, because it was a pain in the ass to lift that needle up and, and like, count. Well, no, I'm, I'm being, well, so you, I'm not even being No, no, like, don't even like, go that far. Go to the fact, because what I would do with my albums is I would record them cassette, so, cassette so I could listen to them in the car. Okay. Now, it's even mm-hmm. more of a pain in the ass to try, try to find the try fifth Try to find so. that, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say cassettes were a pain in the ass, too, because yep. it's like, i got to rewind. Am I there yet? Nope. Am I there yet? I'm, right. Nope. nope. Yep. So it's How many like, times did you ever get lost? I, I, so many times I got lost in a tape. Like where I was like I would fast forward rewind I'm like wait fuck where what song am I on like and I would look at it and I was yeah. like ah oh, wrong side and then you gotta wherever you were on that side you gotta find the other side like I tapes were the fucking worst they, they were, were the good. worst and on that but they were yep. shitty quality too yeah, like yeah. they would run yeah. out real yeah. quick and get fucked up it was awful <laughs> yeah no horrible it, it's just amazing I'm just so glad I've lived long enough to actually get to this age <laughs> no seriously yeah, because yeah. of the technology it's it really did re the adventure of the iPod made me discover music again. Sure. And I've been missing it for 20 years. Yeah, well, it allows you to do what you're doing every year now. Yeah. yeah. What, how, go ahead. I was going to say, are you, uh, obviously you're, you seem to me like an album guy, like you yep. buy an entire album, you yep. just don't buy singles. I'm the same way. I don't buy singles. No, I, because, I don't know, I was always of the opinion, and people, people always said the reverse to me. They always said, well, this is a good song. What if I buy an album and it sucks? And I always said, well, if you like that song, then chances are there's going to be more stuff by that same band that you're going to like. That's always now my that logic. doesn't always happen, True. right? But but generally an album has a through theme that they've they're in the same vein of writing, and if you like that style, they're really? probably yeah. yeah. You're not going to see a, you know you're not going to hear Judas Priest do a heavy metal track and then go into rap. Right. All right, it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. You pretty much are going to get a consistent right. thing. Now now again, I'm not saying that that they're all gems. Every once and again, Every, you'll get an outlier. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. No, but I'm the same way. Like I buy an album. Like if I hear a song I really like, I'm like I I'm afraid that if I don't buy the album, I'm going to be missing out on something else that I really like. Yeah. Because nowadays, I mean, the single I feel like is important, but it's not nearly as important as, as it used to be. Like the single is what like would get bands known. It would sell entire albums. But now, because you can buy singles, I mean, do you feel like the album sort of like theme is still there? I mean, again, we're, it's how I purchase. I mean, I yeah. don't know. It's. Um, I mean, I know some bands go out of their way to try to have a cohesive theme through a sure through, 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 a, through a CD or an album. Um, it is funny. I could probably think, if I'm really being honest, I think out of all those songs, I think there's probably ten things on there that I just have one track by one band. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I, I don't know why I never got more. It was just like I would hear a song, um, especially once you know iPods came out, yeah, digital thing, and I'd hear a song again. I go, "Oh crap! I don't have that song. I want that song." You know, and then I have to f- try to figure out who, who, who's the who's the artist. Right, I have right. to think about that again. But sure. you know, but that but but conversely, I heard that one. I go, "I'm going to get a whole. I'm going to get the record that that's on." So I've done both. Yeah, sure, yeah. But I still have some out there, so I don't know what the. It's so interesting too, because so many songs for me nowadays too, like I. I'm really obviously big into movies and soundtracks, yes. and uh, or even a well-made commercial with a great use of a song or a TV show with great use of a song. I will buy entire albums or entire songs, or I will go completely bonkers. Like there was, oh, what was it? Was it Apple? It was some commercial recently. They did a Pixies cover to Big uh, Big Love. Which oh, is a hilarious yeah, one because yeah, yeah, that yeah, song's yeah. about a big dick. I think it was. I think it was Apple. If I'm not, I think I it, think you're right. Yeah, and it, the song was amazing. It was a great cover, and but you couldn't find it anywhere. And I was going nuts. I'm like, where is this song? And I remember because it was a, a a girl who was singing it, and she wrote, "Oh, we we sometimes play this song when we're out on the road. So if you come to our show, request it, and I'll play it." And I was like, "Fuck you! Record the song. Right? I Give want it this to me. song." And it was just. And it, I remember everyone was making fun of it because you're like. They don't realize this song's about a big black dick. 
It's like, uh oh. Um, but I found so many times, like especially movies, um, when a song kicks in and it's like so powerful with yep. the visuals or even a really good music video. Well, actually, yeah. I'll tell you is, what. Is that, is that an oxymoron? <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, They're uh, out there. Really? Okay. But I'll tell you what. I'll, I've I'll also put a seen, pin in that because I want to come back to that. <laughs> because I've also seen plenty of times where I, I have a, there's a great song I'll hear and I'll see a video. I'm like, that ruined the experience for me because I was like, that's not. There absolutely have been those times too. Like yeah. there was there was one song. Uh, damn it, I just blanked on it. We used to hear it at the assignment desk all the time. But I went online and I I, I was like I want to I just I was like I want to hear the song right now. So I went online. and I was like oh, I've never seen the video, and I was like ooh, there's yeah. a reason. Ooh <laughs> shit! I wish I hadn't seen that because now yeah. I got those visuals stuck in my head. Like it really totally tainted the emotion of this. I was like, I was really into the song. I'm like, nah, I don't know about this. It's a weird fucking song now. That's, you know, yeah, I was not a video, you know, MTV almost, except except for people actually say it did. Um, it really killed a lot of music for me because I just would, riff my, at the time I was, let's see, that was Jersey, Second Wife, uh, Stepdaughter, <laughs> so really into MTV. <laughs> I, I have to do this because yeah. it's like, right, she right. wants to watch MTV. So that was on in and the house. One, yeah. yeah, and it's like, you didn't have I, I gotta walk out of there. House no, and all that. no, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. And I, I got to walk out of there because I do have these songs that I listen to on popular radio, and I really like them. And I don't want to see a video of it. Right. I just want to hear what my sure what's in my head. That's right. what I want to play, unless it's a concert. Right. Concert's totally different. Right. Yeah. Sure, love to watch a concert. Sure. That's great. Well, because the well, concert's going to be different from the live from the recorded track anyway. Exactly. So yes. you're going to sure. get a different sound and a different feel to it anyway. Well, but, yeah. And two things on that. One is that I there same thing. If like if I don't have a video and there's a song that comes on, they have you get that emotional reaction where you're like yeah. you get goosebumps or something. The the first thing I love to do is I'll go back, I'll replay it, and I'll just I'll try to for me, and this just could be the way my just because what I do on the side, but I'll try I'll build a scene around a movie scene yeah, around sure. it. Like I'll start putting together, I'll start compiling like, all right, this is what would happen first, and we open and fade in on this, and I'll I'll just I'll build an entire scene, and then I try to think, well, what would the rest of that movie be like? Yeah, and so a song can really start like spark a creative storytelling process for me, where uh, you know, it but just, it's your process, but it's my process exactly. now. Opposite of that, I think I think that has changed the the ruining the songs, kind of what you're talking about in the eighties. I think that's changed because of we're in I think we're in a golden age of media right now, especially on television. Because their television shows are rivaling movies as far as storytelling, mm-hmm. visuals go. Like we are definitely in again another golden age of television. I think to say the same thing for music videos is where the storytelling in some music, not all, not all by a long shot, but there are some music videos where I think it actually enhances it because in the 80s, I, I, I keep going back to... Um, and well, it you don't want to go all the way into the 90s. You don't have to just cut it oh, off I know, the 80s. I know, but... Well, the 80s were the birth of it, so they're uh, still kind yeah, of figuring it, was, it out. It was, it was rougher, I think, in the 80s. Obviously, the 90s were extremely stylized. I just watched... Um, I'm blanking on all these fucking songs. There was a, there was a '90s pop song, and I'll 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 figure it out as soon as we. Sing it for us. I can't remember it now, but essentially it was it was REMs. Everybody hurts. A guy. (laughs) It was a guy in losing my religion. It might have been early 2000s too, but they had that similar. You know the style of video I'm talking about. It was a guy who was like sitting inside at like a a table at like a restaurant, and it was raining inside but not outside, and (laughs) he had like the the puka shell necklace and like. Like the, the striped shirt and Hoobastank. And, you know, it wasn't Hoobastank, but it, it was totally. It was like Eve Six or so. You know what I'm talking about? Like <laughs> it had that. So they do. They have the stink of that. But I think now we've gotten away from being able to define it by look from a, a generation. It's just well done at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I think the um uh the one in the 80s that I keep going back to it was a Phil Collins one. Oh. It's not Uh-oh. so what, but what's the uh, the one with the or not so um um. Don't talk to me about Phil Collins. That's all. Um, How dare you bring What's the up? one with the puppets? I can't remember the one. Oh, right. That was, that, that, was, that, was, that was actually Genesis. That was Genesis. I'm yes. sorry. Okay, yeah. Because they um, did the creepy one with like Reagan and with stuff. With Reagan. Like, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell was the name Sledgehammer. of Sledgehammer. Was that Sledgehammer? That was. Sure that I think was that was Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. No, no, it wasn't. No, 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 no. no. Sledgehammer was actually... Um, because that I, it, that one name? was weird too, but that oh, yeah. was Peter well, Gabriel. That was Peter Gabriel, which which just... You yeah. say Peter Gabriel, you go, oh, weird. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever listen to the Lamb Lights Down on Broadway? My- okay, I'm <laughs> no, just I know saying. You, I know what you're talking about, though, but that, that was but a again, really like, weird... But again, you watch that and you're like, oh, man, I don't know about this song anymore. Like, that's just crazy. <laughs> no, that's nightmare But at least fuel. that was something that 
that caught your attention because it was so different. It was nightmare fuel. Yeah. And they were trying to do something political with it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was. But again, I think it was... I, I think we've moved away from that, and it's it's actually it's almost like watching films now, like yeah. the way I look at it. It's, really? some of them are, yeah. See, I'm afraid to give it a second chance because I don't want. It's not. I I'm going to come up with the playlist I think, for because you because I think of it as somebody is is trying to show me what the song should be about and what it should trigger in your head. And I've always considered music to be something that should just be between okay. you and. That's actually that's a it's a fair point. I'll well, I'll I'll give you that one. One yeah. of my favorite examples of that was the song uh, "Freshman" by the Verve Pipe. Okay, they had a song called "The Freshman," and everyone was asking the lead singer, "Hey, what's the song about? Like, it's so sad. Like, what's going on?" And he's like, "I don't want to tell you. You need to figure out what this means to you." Right? Because he didn't want to label it. Eventually, he did tell them it was about a girlfriend that committed suicide and everything like that. But he was so like, "Look, I'm not going to explain this to you. I don't want this." <laughs> I don't want this to be defined for you. And I and I had an example, too, where I was listening to a song called Buried Alive by this band Senses Fail. And the song was basically a creative way of talking about someone whose friend died and they knew it was a murder and they were trying to figure out how it went. But it seemed really creepy to me and dark. And the video was the – it made me so angry <laughs> because it was like jokey. Like a jokey sort right, of so like, you, yeah. looking what's happening, like, oh, we're in an autopsy where like the lyrics are very profound and terrifying, and it's like, dude, we're having fun. Look at this, our guitar tech's dressed up like a female nurse. I'm like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Why would you do that? Like this, this, this song has so much meaning to me, right. and I, and one of the way I'm picturing it is like dark, dank, like almost like a noir sort of thing, and it's like, haha. <laughs> We killed somebody, maybe, and your dad. We're trying to figure it out. I'm like, fuck you guys. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I was like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. Like, but again, that's also they pitch that they get a director they yeah. who pitches what they think the vision of it is, and the band goes along with it, and they that is one aspect of it. But and it sells records, or yeah, you know, unfortunately, yeah. that sells. You know, that that's that's one interpretation of that. Yeah, and I mean, I think I think you can get away with that if you go some of the more indie route because they have a little bit more say in what they in what they want to do. Which is sure. one of the things that I would love to do with Two East Eighth is actually Drew and I have talked about doing music videos. And I would I would love to get and sit down with the band and say, cool, what was your vision for the song? Yeah, like what what did you what do you want to relay? What did you mean to relay with it? Like maybe here's what we see when we picture this song on a video, but like getting more of the band because I don't mind the band telling me through visuals what they're what their uh, idea was for the song. Sure. I, I, if it's a record label, if it's some suit going, I got an idea, Johnny. Here's what we're going to do, all right? <laughs> we're going to put you in films, all right? Short, <laughs> short films based around your songs, right? And it's going to sell. Like, I don't like that. I only be, like, I agree. don't like being told. But if the band tells you, I, I view that differently. I, I'm okay with that because... System they of a Down does that with their videos. All those guys have directed and written their own videos. I didn't know that. Which was very interesting. So all the stuff is their own. I think it was like the bass player was always like, after a while he's like, I don't want to, I've done so many of these, I don't want to do any more. And then they had a new one. He's like, fine, I'll fucking do it. Because <laughs> someone's got to do it, and I don't trust these other it's guys gonna to do it. going to get ruined. I yeah. want it done the way I want it done. Yeah. Exactly. And I respect that if they're the ones that yeah. are doing it, because that's I can vision. still see where if you personally, if you have formed a personal connection to it, though, like what sure. you're saying, Hag, if you formed... And you have a very solid grasp of what you think it means. And then someone shows you different. I can see where that would be off-putting, though. And also, you know, just the fact that, you know, having music and listening to music for 20 years before sure. videos even came around. That's another thing. It could be you a know, generational it's, it's, thing, too. Yeah, yeah it's, absolutely. It's, I'm not I'm, I mean, people accuse me of being living in the past anyway. That's probably one where I do. <laughs> no, that's you know? actually yes. something I didn't consider because I was born in 83, so like MTV was there yep. from the day one. Right. And I didn't really start paying attention to it until I was a teenager, but that stuff was always there, the visual medium for that. But there's also been, you know, I think of like some of my favorite moments in movies and TV shows where that music kicks in. Um, where you're like, oh my god, this song completely captures this moment right. for right. this, and, and it means makes it, it, it enhances the movie to you. And I and that happens happened to me too. And I wish I had an example because it just happened not too long ago. Where I'm going, are you fucking kidding me? You're playing this song to this scene? I'll tell you what, really, the yeah. new, the but new, I can't tell you what it is now. The newest, <laughs> you, with the, you can't think of what that Genesis the, the song newest, is. Land the, of confusion. Thank you, thank you. It's going to drive me crazy. The newest Assassin's Creed trailer. Oh yes, I don't know if you've watched the movie. I have not seen that. it yet. 
It yes. has a gr- 47 seconds in. It, it's like, are you familiar with Assassin's Creed, the game yes, at all? Yes. So yep. it takes place back in like this particular one's in the medieval ages or whatever during the uh, Crusades. So we're seeing the past. We're seeing all the sort of stuff. There's this sort of tone and like orchestral stuff. And then it kicks into fucking Kanye. That's like talking about, I'm like, <laughs> this does not fit this. It's like watching but, a trailer for Braveheart and hearing Kanye. But hold on. I, like, I, will what, say, what? I will say this. I was not as offended as everyone else like the internet blew up and were like this fucking sucks they missed the points and no and this is like it's all about him going to his past and experiencing and this and this and the, well, the song I am a god is all about you know basically him saying I'm the best there is I have a car you don't I have money you don't I have this you don't and I am I'm a god I'm a golden god and this basically and every Kanye song every yeah, Kanye really, yeah. It, it's yeah so but I have them all on my but iPod. they didn't <laughs> It's on the playlist. Well, I'm yeah. call bullshit on that one. <laughs> um, no, but what they what they didn't do is they didn't put any of that. If if you know the song and you listen and you know the full song, it doesn't fit. But if you don't, when he came back, when he was sent back through to the past, the only line that they put in from the Kanye song, they've got a, the beat, which is actually I think fits. And then it's just I'm I am a god, mm-hmm. and it I think tonally it fits what he's doing lyrically it fits i don't think tonally it does okay i feel like because because part of that too deals with religion the game does and everything like that and the idea okay of all right how that stuff works so for that part i got it but it just was like everything up to that point i was like okay i'm on board and then i am a god i'm like whoa whoa whoa, right. whoa what is what this there? what what part of religion does it deal with uh, well, the idea is that Christianity and stuff like that. There's like, so like the Knights Templar and things like that that involve with the, like the, the Crusades the and, and yeah. the what's the other one? Um, the, um, the in, dude, your memory is on in, point today. In, yeah, really, you, you make me the, seem like a Inquisition, genius. The Spanish Inquisition. Nobody expects, expects the Spanish Inquisition. Were you just farming? Oh for that? man, I pulled you, you in you, so hard. You look like <laughs> weapon is fear, fear and surprise. Surprise <laughs> and fear are two weapons. Are fear, surprise, and a ruthless. Our three weapons. <laughs> Justin, you just looked like you were really struggling to think of stuff. I'm like, this poor guy. Actor. This guy. <laughs> Is it? This guy. I don't know if that was acting. I pulled it in. It was good. I was like, I want, them, good. To, you I want got them, it. them to say it. And that's part of the thing, too, like with movie trailers, like when I've seen like really good trailers that have excellent music playing in the And then the music doesn't show up in the movie? Right. Like, uh, yes. But again, I go back to Mad Max Fury Road, the, the orchestra stuff, which is in the movie, like that's playing throughout that trailer. I'm like, fuck. I'm on. I'm on board for this. This is incredible. <laughs> um, you know, Star Wars, like the new Rogue One trailer, like the music that plays during that is like so sinister and 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 gloomy and like worrisome with a voiceover of Forrest Whitaker, like what would you do? You know, like all right. that sort of stuff. I'm like, yes, I'm on board for all of this. What about the new? <laughs> sorry, what about the new X Men trailer? What about it? They, the, what's the song that you just are so pissed that they put in there? Oh, fucking these filters. Hey, man, nice shot. <laughs> it's like, din, 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 din. I'm like, no! As soon as it came on, I was like, why are they using That's this? the first thing Jessica goes, what'd you think? I'm like, well, the, the song. And she goes, that's what you're mad about? I'm like, yeah. It doesn't fucking Because if it fit. makes it into the movie, it's really going to suck. Yeah. Or yeah. I was, and, and we talked about this or last even Suicide Squad with uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That I thought yeah. was a great use of that song. Oh, come on. Oh. I can't figure you out. <laughs> well, I nobody think... can figure that song out, so what difference does it and make? No one can yeah. figure out whether or not that movie's going to be good either. So, you know, we're all in the same it's boat. It's DC, so we're kind of going no. But yeah. that's probably. I'm still hoping. Hoping for the best. Yep. But again, and we talked about this before with Captain America: The First Avenger. When they first show Steve Rogers become Captain America, they have tools forty six and two right. playing. I'm like, this does not fit tonally with this at all. This is a '90s band with a '50s with a, the '40s oh, no, guy. '40s, that's and right. It's yeah. just like, whoa! I love this song, yeah. but get this. And I think that was part of the problem with the Assassin's Creed. Was I'm like. Kanye has no business in this time period. Like, and that was that. part of the thing. I was like, that. Kanye has no business anywhere. I'm with you. I'll give you that. that. I'll All give right. you that. <laughs> Kanye, if you're listening, hate you. Um, Kanye, if I if you're listening, just just calm down, buddy. You're a human <laughs> like the rest of us. You poop just like me, bud. Everyone, I think, and here's the one. I used to be a huge Dane Cook fan, right? And then, really? and then he didn't grow up. He grew up, but his comedy didn't. And I was like, <laughs> ah, you kind of got to comedy's got to come up with your age. But the one, the one joke Shots that I will, fired. I will give you. How can you give us a joke? It's a forty-two minute setup to one joke. What? 
I'm just kidding. That's how Dane Cook. <laughs> oh, sorry. This is funny. So I, so I can't believe you actually have one yeah. joke. Justin's like, easily confused today. Don't, uh, don't. Okay. <laughs> no, the, just to that point. Like he, his one thing is, is like he goes, you know, look, everyone takes painful shits. Yeah. He goes somewhere. Halle Berry is clutching her Oscar, going. Ah! Yes. It's so so true. again, Kanye. Yeah. Dude, you take a painful shit. You're everyone not does. better than everyone. Everyone just, just bubble gut every now and again. Just calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's it's happening. It's happening right now somewhere. Somewhere Kanye is just <laughs> screaming in agony, ah! wishing he did not eat what he ate last no! night. Yeah. So, but, you know, music is life. <laughs> yeah, how are we going to get out of that conversation? Like, <laughs> how are we going to segue into something else after that? I get, I usually leave it to Doug to see how he'll pull us out of one of those. I'm usually not very good with, especially lately, I've been terrible with segues. But you know what? Music is uh, music is life, Music guys. is life. Music is life. Like... <laughs> It's a law like water or dinosaurs. The one, <laughs> neither of which are laws. Um, the one, <laughs> uh, back to to how you listen to music. Yes. How long does it take you? Like, do you does it take you the full year, or do you usually end? Like, do you like by the summer are you done? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no how no. long does fourteen thousand songs take you to get through? Well, if you do, if you do the math, okay, and divide. 42, but are you listening into twenty four hours a day though? No, but I but, will give you credit. Though, you how at, many weeks? How, it, do work, it by weeks. At work, he he guys, has, we're about to do some math right here on Mind Gap. So we, so, so he answers you, phones you, all day at work. So he's got his headset on, and in one ear, he's got I got the music playing. He's, he's got his earbud going up under. Nice. The, what were the clients? That's what the remotes talking. for? Click off. Click on. And, and then if it's an e port question, I just leave it on. Right. Because it's rote memory at that point. I just I. But go ahead. Do the math. <laughs> well, I'm not, but if you divide fourteen thousand by fifty-two, you listen. You'll know how many songs you have to listen to in a week. All right. But so anyway, say, but how many do do you listen? Well, to? that also depends oh. on the length of each song. It does. That's very it does, true. But, I, but again, it being an, as anal retentive as I am, I always make sure I. It, it starts out, I think, at like two hundred and sixty-five or two hundred and seventy-five songs a week. Okay. Or maybe be higher than that. Okay. But. Typically, I'll go for that number at 300, but then as you get into the summer and I'm doing motorcycle trips and so forth, ah, you do I'll, easily, you do longer. Yeah. I'll easily get four, 600 songs in a week. Okay. So to answer your question, I generally wrap it up by about the first week in December. Okay, so you do you do stay pretty pretty on point with your Pretty with on your schedule, point, and right? then anything I add new, yeah. I try to listen to right away. Okay. Sure. You know, because I bought it, I want to listen to it. Right, sure, so yeah. That, that kind of like goes out the window as far as my time frame goes. Sure. So, but yeah. Well, there you go. You did, know, did you, did you think that when Napster came out, do you feel like that sort of devalued music? Well, it's interesting because I missed the whole Napster craze because at God that point you. the iPod hadn't been invented yet. Sure, all you had was like those little ones that could score that could store like sixty megs, yeah. or fifteen megs of music or something sure. like right. that. So it's like, oh my God, you can put like two albums on this. It's <laughs> like this big. Oh my God! Right, and uh, yeah, so I missed all that. Um, so I missed the whole file sharing thing. I will say that that's pretty much how I recovered all of my vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> so See, again, morally, I'm on board for so, that because you're you like, know, I paid for this. Right. But, but I want it in a digital format, but I don't have to fucking buy it again. I right. get it. I but totally I also went it. the other way. It's, it's people that I really like, and, I, and I'll, use, I'll use Springsteen as an example. I am not ever buying another Springsteen CD. I will find somebody that has it. Somebody will give it to me. I will do it. I love it. I'm going to have it. And I will go to the shows. You don't need any more of my money from a fucking CD. Right. <laughs> All right. right. You just I don't. I know. I mean, so I know that's. Money, I know that's just like you know, top of the you right, know, right. stupid thinking in some respects. Whereas a band that just released their 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 brand new CD, I'm going to buy that one. Right. I'm going to buy that one. I'm going to support them. Right. And I'm going to go see them when they come to town. Now, correct me if I'm. I don't know if either of you will know this, but I have heard that. The, the artists are not making their most artists are not making the money off CD sales. That's what I heard too. Where yeah. it's it's all ticket like when they, it's it's touring and that's where they're that's where they're making their money. So if you are pirating an album, you're not really hurting the artists. Well, honestly, you're buying them tickets to go to their shows. You know, you're and even nowadays, the even their shows, they don't pay as well as they used to. No, because there's a lot of costs right. like going. To, but I mean, a lot of times guys will even offer a free CD if you come to their show. Right. Yeah. Like offer yeah. Or you buy their free. ticket and then you download you the yeah. Yep. Buy exactly. the CD or you get it either yeah one or the other. Well, honestly, that has to change because. Apple made it so that the music is a commodity. Like you're not Apple doesn't give a shit if they make money on the songs. They want you to buy their iPods. Right, that's where they make the money. Yeah. They they want the devices that you're going to listen to the music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they'll they'll sell that at probably a loss just to make sure that you're buying all their all their stuff. So that's why it's at an arbitrary number like 99 cents. You know, or whatever right. they do because they don't give a shit. They'll get a portion of it, but most of the money they're making off is is all the the technology and right. the devices. So 
But I felt like when Napster came out, I was downloading a bunch of shit just because I could. And I never listened to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that song. Download. And it had no value to me. And that's where I started going like, I can't do this anymore. I just can't download stuff because it loses its value. It's like your brother downloading and watching bad movies. Well, it's just a waste of time. Like, I'm just you don't like, like the movie. No, I like, know, don't, right? Don't pirate it and watch it. He's like, what was the worst movie of the year? Cool, I'm going to download it and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say at least everything that I've borrowed on the internet. I, I, I literally borrowed. Now, now, it is funny, though, because um, a friend of mine had gotten a hold of a, a music library of like 10,000 songs. I don't know. I can't remember where he got it. And he wanted to know if I wanted anything on it. So I went through the list. He, you know, he... He showed me the drive, and I looked at it. And there were some things on there that I'd always wanted to explore and never got a chance to, being the fact that when you actually were buying music back in the day, you had to sure. make a choice. Like, yeah. Okay, I can either buy this record or I can buy this new record. What do I want? Well, I know this artist. I'm, you know. And, yeah. Right. You know, that, that's why my wife, my wife says to me, she goes, you never told me. She makes a joke out of it. You know, it should have been in the prenup that you like Iron Maiden. I go, well, in fairness, I didn't really become the big fan that I am until like 1999 because at the time their albums were coming out, you know, Ozzy and Sabbath were still releasing stuff and I'm buying that. I don't have the money to buy the other right, stuff, right. you know. And then I you had to prioritize. It later, yeah. And it's like, oh my God. It's, and that's the other thing. It's like, I wish I had discovered all this stuff back then, but I don't know if I would have appreciated it as much as I do now. It's, it's funny. Technology has given me access to all this stuff. But I think I appreciate it more because it's just opened up a whole new world of stuff that I just didn't have access to before because you were limited monetarily. Well, not only that, but going back to like deciding before, like I was the same way. Like I could see, you know, music videos and stuff on TV, but when push came to shove, it was like, you're going to buy a CD, this son of a bitch is 16 to $20. Right. Yeah. You better I mean, make sure that you, you. I remember going in, yeah, like Tower Records, yeah. and you would sit there and go, oh, man. Which one do I want? What's it going to be today? Because you're like, God damn it, this better be good. <laughs> right. And But nowadays, like, I just recently bought an album from a band called Crooks UK, and it was suggested to me. And I went through YouTube and watched their videos and listened to some of the stuff that they had out there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy this album. You yeah. did your research? I did yeah. my research. And I was like, I enjoy the ability to do that, to go out and test it and see if I'm going to like the whole album and be like, yeah, it's worth it. Or should I just buy this, the single song? Right. And you know, part of me is like, well, I am just want, I'm listening to their songs you know, on YouTube. To be fair, they did post it themselves. So... That makes you feel. They a want you better. to come to the show. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. they put it out there. So yeah. if they do, and especially if they put an ad in front of it, they're sure. they're trying to generate ad revenue. So exactly. you're technically paying for it by sitting through a commercial. Yeah, sure. So and I feel like that is such a because I mean, goddamn, because a lot of these guys they were on these shitty contract deals where it's like you owe us eight albums, and these guys are like, fuck, let's just slap something together right. here so we can just fucking do this, and you know, you get a whole bunch of shit packed around one single that they're trying to sell the album on, you feel like, God damn, that really cheated me. Right. You know, and I want to enjoy, I'm paying, I remember coming to the Chicago suburbs when I was in high school because I had to go to a, uh, uh, a Shakespeare festival out in the suburbs and I fucking found an album I've been looking for, a Goldfinger self-titled album. It was $22 <laughs> fucking CD and I fucking paid for it. Because I wanted that album so bad. Jesus. $22 for nope. a fucking CD. No. And that's how things were. That's what that's what it cost. It's, it's all relative. Three ninety nine when I was buying records. Sure. That yeah. was an album. That was, but that, yeah. was, that was still expensive because you're not making that. Right. <laughs> right. You know? yeah. it's, it's like, yeah. oh, three ninety nine. I mean, and the, and the, cause concert that, tickets. Let's go there. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> also that's what the market allowed. It allowed you to jack the prices up that high. And they knew it. And they were living those. I laugh at the music industry for the way that they handled everything and the way that they're still handling it because they're still crippled since Napster. Yeah. Because they just, you know, fuck themselves so bad. Just the waste. Just going like, everything's awesome. Don't worry, guys. This digital stuff, nobody wants it. No, we tested it. Nobody likes it. Fail. And then <laughs> Napster comes out and they're like, fuck, sue everybody. And then it does too late. It's over. Like they, they missed the boat and now they've just been scrambling ever since. And unfortunately, the people that pay the price are the artists. Yeah. But technology has helped them out too. Do you listen to any like newer music? What's the, what's um, the most recent stuff that you've listened to? Oh, boy. Home run. Home run. Um, you know, you're putting me under the gun here. Uh, Bowling for Soup. It's probably about okay. one of the newest okay. bands. All right. uh, at least they started in 2000. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess we could throw Wolf Mother in there. They, sure. they, they released their first album, I think, in 2001. Okay. Um, I know there is. I just... Uh, when did My Chemical Romance start? That was, I think, that early, was 2000s. early 2000s. Early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. Um, 
Good band. But I mean, I, I, I still, it, you know, it, it's kind of funny because I'll listen to stuff that new older artists, all of a sudden they're coming back together mm-hmm. and they're putting out some really good stuff. And yeah. it's like, wow, I mean, yeah. you know, it, is that new band? No, it's not a new band, but. But it's, it's new material from an old band? Yeah. I, I mean, it's just yeah. really interesting. And the one I bring up, and uh, I know we're kind of running up against the uh, against the time here, is Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a whole thing in there with just a bunch of crappy albums from probably 92 all the way through. I mean, Halford left the band, but they, they've released two, I think three albums now with him back in the thing, and they just sound inv- reinvigorated. Yeah. Uh, you know. But uh, no, there's, I'd have to go through the iPod. It's so funny because it's so pressure. Because I'm in 1983, I can't think of anything but 1983 <laughs> right now. I'm so locked into that. Can, can time we do this frame. again when I get to the 2000s and sure. we can go through the list? <laughs> we'll come back and see where you are, see how you're feeling about everything. Like around November, right? I should be there around, around November. Right. Thanksgiving right. episode. Come on by. <laughs> you know what I give thanks for? The throwdown. So today's throwdown, yes, Late is on going it. to be between Hawkeye. Okay. And another dead shot, bullseye. I was kind of hoping you'd say dead shot. I knew. I, I was like, I'm going to mislead Doug I'm here. Like dead shot. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's uh, between Hawkeye and bullseye. Two eyes. <laughs> I take these seriously. Uh, Doug takes them very seriously. And here comes the follow up question. Where are they fighting? Space. <laughs> inevitably, <laughs> With inevitably. no gravity, right? No, no gravity, yeah. kids. You can't use the arrows. <laughs> Inevitably, they always end up in space. No, they're... Okay, so I'll set the scene. Uh, They are both um, responding to... uh, They have both been sent to an abandoned warehouse. Um... There, uh, Hawkeye has been sent there to uh, to see. There's there's been a disturbance there. Of course, and yep, that's that was I set you up for that one. Um, yes, please. Hey. But I have another question. Are we talking about the comic book Hawkeye or the Marvel interpretation on the movie screen Hawkeye? Great question. That was going to be my follow up. question. What is, I guess I'm ill equipped to answer. What's the difference? Um, as I recall, I thought Hawkeye in the in the uh, in the uh, in the in the Marvel. Um, had some heightened senses. He wasn't just a paid ass- or, or a paid assassin, if you will, at, at the time. That that the way the Jeremy Jeremy Renner well, character. I think is. he's. I think so he's played him with heightened uh, senses too. Like his reaction time is out. Touched his, on it, but his accuracy is very well. His accu- yeah. his accuracy is absolute, but his also his reaction time. Like he's turned around and grabbed shit out of midair. Like he's his reaction time is is. I mean, he went toe to toe with Black Panther in that airport scene. I'm just saying, like. So I, I would say I right. would say there's little. I was just trying to bring yeah. the comic book into it, and I'm sorry. Sure. No, no, no. I'll, because I think that's, that's a good and point. That's fair though. Yeah, this is a good point because I know I haven't read a lot of Hawkeye in the comics, but my brother talked about a particular episode where Hawkeye was in a compound guarded by a whole bunch of enemies, and he he started fighting his way out, and they kept saying, "Oh, for the love of God, don't let him get a gun." Right, because right. if he gets oh. a gun, we're fucked. Yeah, he gets a gun and they're fucked. <laughs> yeah, so because um, that was going to be my thing. Because Bullseye seems like his thing is that he never misses. Well, his thing is that he's he's both of them are insanely accurate with yeah. whatever they are using. Bullseye is more with whatever he picks up. Yeah, so he can he can he creates a weapon out of anything. He's yeah he could take this pen and he could he could land it wherever he wanted on you. So he is incredibly accurate with any with anything that with any object he has. Uh, with Hawkeye, his accuracy is second to none. Usually, with some sort of a a more practical some sort weapon, of projectile. it's it's more yeah it's it's a it's a gun or it's an, it's a bow and arrow, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Man, I would say probably it's whoever gets the drop on who first. Like that would be more my yeah. I would say we're we doing this surreptitiously, or we're we going in there and go. There you are. So, like, it's face to face. They both walk around like, a corner and they see and each, they other. See each yeah. other. That's okay. the arena scenario that I always pull up. If it's yeah. a straight, even, even, you know, like, they walk out, they know they're fighting each other, and they're in the arena, and they go, okay, ready, fight. And they fight. I, uh, I feel like Bullseye has the, um, he has the uh, versatility. I will give you that. Because he can pretty much use anything. Whereas Hawkeye, although but, accurate, but he already has it with him. That's so what I'm saying. Like, Hawkeye, I don't have to find it. I've true. got it here. And his, while you're trying to find that card that you're going to cut my throat with, I'm going to shoot you dead with this arrow. Right. <laughs> and he's, he's also he's been portrayed as having incredible, like he can pull an arrow out of that quiver, load it up, and let it go. Yeah. Insanely fast. So that I'm, is true because there is an advantage because Bullseye doesn't carry around necessarily anything unless well, we he's don't know unless he unless he does. You know, like yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm and less for sake of this conversation, he doesn't. Okay. Well, Therefore, then I'm gonna give it to Hawkeye. Wins. Yeah. <laughs> if he does, I would say it's gonna be a pretty even. Maybe it's a draw. Maybe they no, both die. There's no draw. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna say probably what would happen for me is that Hawkeye would have been there early. 
because he's he's an assassin. He does his thing. Guys, he's, let's face it. He's a he's an early riser. He's found his perch. You know, he's up there. He witnesses bullseye come in. Done. Yeah, I'm going to give it to Hawkeye because I also think Hawkeye has also had special training. Yeah, so he's got special ops. Whereas Bullseye just seems like a mercenary. Where it's not that he doesn't have training, but it's not necessarily special. It's not as refined. Yeah. Plus, you didn't set us up why they were at the warehouse. Were they going there to actually meet each other, or they just encounter each other? They encounter each other at the warehouse. Hawkeye has been sent there because there's something, something's up, and they're like, go check it out. And Bullseye was so there. So he's going to be more cautious anyway. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Bullseye was there because his boss was like, you need to go there, and you need to take care of some business, whatever that business is. I don't know. But So he's <laughs> going there for business. Hawkeye's going there to scope. So I give it to Hawkeye. All right. yeah, I'm going to go with Hawkeye as well. Me too. I think yeah? Fair. Yep. All right. Hawkeye. Grand slam. Hawkeye Guys, for the win. We have, a, we have, we have an accord. And it's and it's good. Hey, thank you so much no, thank for chatting you. with it's us. This was a lot of fun. Hey, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you want to promote? <laughs> Where can people come find you? Where can people find you? Hey, the 18th floor of 30 West Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> all Monday the way in the back. Friday, yeah. All the way in the back. That's awesome. Just uh, just follow the loud voice. It will lead you to me. Right. <laughs> follow the trail of HR papers right to his desk. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, you guys can find MindGap on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Twitter at MindGap Podcast. Uh, yeah, go ahead and tweet at us. We'll Once we get happens. 30 followers, we'll start tweeting. <laughs> we'll start tweeting normally. Uh, and uh, Justin has a website. You can find me online at justinstranlin.com where you can listen to this web, uh, this podcast. You can listen to this website on that website. That's the second time you've done that. Have I? Yep. Son of a bitch. Yep. We can listen to this podcast as well as the other one I do with Milos uh, every Monday that's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. This week, Hague pulled double duty. He was on <laughs> Monday's both. episode. And when this airs, it was last week's episode. <laughs> but uh, That's too confusing. I know. Just, yeah. I've just did I just inception us? No, we just, we just time traveled. <laughs> you can also find me <laughs> on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M I K E L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And uh, check out Two East Eighth uh, Productions, uh, Two East Eighth dot com, and then on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all the social medias. Uh, there you go. Yeah, that's how we do it here. Hag, thanks again, my friend. No, thank you. It was a great time, and we'll see you guys next week. Mind Gap Podcast.